three months spent looking back over Tottenham seasons gone by, why you won Spurs returns your ears today in a more current capacity. During lockdown, myself, Ian Wallace, Simeon Wright and Peter Wright made it right back from this shambles of a season to 1986-87. And all those season reviews are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean and pretty much whatever podcast provider comes up when you search YE1 Spurs into Google. Bob Jordan joined us for seasons 1997 and 1996-97 but makes his debut on the classic YE1 format today. Great to see you, Bob. How are you? What's what's happening in lockdown? Good? Yeah, all good. Lockdown hasn't been too bad and I've been working three three days a week and back up the five days a week. Not really enough work, but yeah, yeah, it's... Normal is sort of approaching so and it's keeping you out of the park drinking beer I suppose. yeah it is yes nice, nice. Not, apart from friday nights okay <laughs> and also back today with sim peter and i is one of our originals on this podcast i'm delighted to say world-class artist and filmmaker ricky swarbrick is on the line ricky we've missed you uh, what what's happened in lockdown what what did it entail for you guys uh, thanks Ian. that's that's kind of you um yeah my my like bob my lockdown hasn't been too bad i've got my two-year-old son here and he sort of keeps me out of trouble, keeps me busy. Um, yeah, I've watched a lot of Peppa Pig, <laughs> played in the garden. Yeah. Uh, haven't done much work, but um, yeah, I'm sort of looking forward to things getting back to normal now. That's good. And you, you obviously watched Peppa Pig on your own and played in the garden on your own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I don't ever want to watch another episode of Peppa Pig as long as I live. Yeah, but well, uh, yeah, I'm, I won't be watching that on my own. I'm pretty sure I'm never going to watch another one. Everyone around the table, pretty sure the same. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so Mon- Monday's unimpressive yet important win against Everton made it two wins from our first four games since the restart, as Jose's side responded to last week's abject defeat at Sheffield United. Ricky, I'm going to throw you straight in here on your return. What have we learned about our team in the first four matches? I don't think we've learned much that we didn't already know it's just sort of reinforced things that we already knew the problems that Jose inherited you know the lack of quality in defense the lack of pace in defense uh, lack of control in midfield they're all still really apparent perhaps even more apparent and I realize what he's trying to do he's you know he's he's trying to hide those frailties by basically stinking the place out and playing anti-football. And it's, it's, it's not great to watch, is it? There is part of me that thinks I don't know what else he could do because I think the situation is bad. I, I think we don't have any good defenders. I was interested that he picked Toby for the first time in a while against Everton. And I'm guessing that's because he feels Everton aren't sort of blessed with pace. Uh, so I think he's kind of being forced to pick horses for courses, really, because he, he just doesn't have he doesn't have any quality in in the back four. I feel yeah. like we need a complete new back four. We we just need a real brutal rebuild in the transfer window. There wasn't much to say about the game. No. I was quite disappointed with Lloris having a go at Sun. I know everyone says, "Oh, uh, that shows spirit," but I just think. Sun's an easy target if you want to make yourself look like a passionate person. Yeah. And I just thought it was a bit contrived. And I thought Sun didn't do much wrong. I couldn't really, and do you know what, Ricky, couldn't really see what Sun did wrong. Ricky, I'm glad you brought that up. Because I just want to throw this out to, to Bob, actually. Like, it, in that pattern of play when he's having a go at Sonny, 
I actually felt Harry Kane was the one he should have had a go yeah. at. I don't know what you think, Bob, because Harry Kane just seemed to stand there and not go for the ball. And I think Kane's la- Kane is definitely showing a distinct lack of match fitness. Mm. So, I mean, he was... Uh, he's, in his pomp, he is the guy who defends from the front, who chases absolutely everything down. Since the restart, this, that just hasn't happened. With with Sonny, with Lloris having a go at Sonny, um, yeah, you do like to show, see players showing passion. Um, maybe he didn't track back as much as he should have done. But yeah, probably what Ian sounds right. Um, Kane is not... He's not tracking back like he used to, and he he was he was chasing absolutely lost causes previously. Mm. That's just not evident now. Mm. Now that I, that hopefully is just down to um, a lack of match fitness. It was good to see Lloris sort of show that yeah. that care for the side, a bit of passion. Because I think it was passion. because um, I mean, Ian, it's interesting what you said that you thought that Kane was kind of more at fault for that, but. I think if it was if he was upset at something that Son had done, maybe you'd seen that Son could have done a bit more. It's kind of been suggested that that goes back to the Sheffield United game the other week because you know Son was Son's tackle for the for the third goal. Like you can't even call it a tackle was pathetic. No. No. So I suppose Lloris is kind of reacting to what he's seeing. Whether or not he's got the right guy is uh, yeah. possibly another question. Um, but Sim, yeah. what, what, sorry, Sim, what, what what do you think about the first uh, three or four games rather? Oh well, I noticed a, a distinct kind of more surety in our defence with Alderweireld than it yesterday. Um, I mean, West Ham were the other side we played and beat and kept a clean sheet against, but we didn't really. I mean, they didn't really give us any more problems than Everton did. I think they were both terrible oppositions on the day that we played against. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose what I've learned is that we've got some players who. You know, could be who could be dangerous going forward. I mean, someone like Bergwijn looks really exciting. Lamella is is still flattering to deceive for me. Um, but you know, we've got a lot of attacking players, but we've got a lot of attacking players who are sort of not sharp. And mm. I'd say Bergwijn's the only one who's really come back sharp. So has he been the big standout for you in the first four games? I'd say so. Yeah, just in terms of excitement value. And Peter, how do, how do you feel the first four games have gone? We play Everton. Yeah, that was extremely. Ugly win, I thought, but it's just just what we needed. Interestingly, he's played our best defender, and we've kept a clean sheet. So mm. you know, for me, that's not rocket science. Mm. But, you know, I was just sort of the first, the first three, two or three games. I was thinking, well, where's Toby? Why is he on the bench? You know, but then I think he justified it by saying Everton were going to go with the two strikers or something. But I, I don't know. Do you, do you think he brought a calmness to the team? Oh yeah, it's just, he brings a calmness and he makes the people around him mm. more stable. I think it's kind of less kamikaze stuff going on with Aurier and stuff like when uh, when Toby's around. So I was a bit mystified why he didn't start the two games. Do you think it's to do with his lack of pace that he would start him against Everton but not against Man United, for example? Perhaps he... Well, deals. I mean, that's why Everton yeah. do have a bit of pace up front, don't they, with Richarlison? Yeah. Do you, do you, um, do you think? Do you think, um, Ricky? That's a great point. But do you think an, another good thing? We, we retained the ball well, Ricky. Do you think Winks was like a yeah. big, yeah. a big player last uh, on Monday night? Yeah, I was really pleased to see Winks back in. I don't, I don't quite understand why Winks hasn't played because that's we we lack that kind of player when he doesn't play. We, I mean, he might not be the greatest in the world, but he's the best 
we've got in that position. And I, I was pleased to see him back. Yeah. And do, and do you think, Bob, can I just throw this to you? Obviously, we've, we've, we've won two games and we've drawn one and we've lost one, Bob. Do you think possibly we could be in a completely different position if we had beaten Sheffield United? I mean, what, how would we be sitting here today now? I think we've been a lot more tolerant of Monday night's performance, mm. definitely. Mm. And I have to say, um, although I've been disappointed with the overall standard of football and Spurs' lack of energy since coming back, we, sh- we should have... The, the, the Sheffield United, if we'd have had that goal, if that goal had been given, yeah. I'm sure we would have gone on to win that game. Mm. And I'm sure we, we would have had a different, different outlook on the whole, the whole first four games. Um, but that, but it was a totally abject second half performance, and that that was that's one of the poorest performances I've seen us play for a long time. And, and the Manchester United game as well, because you know you look at what they've done since they played us. Yeah. Uh, that point is looking much better than it did on the. On yeah, the final. yeah. Wow. yeah. So, so I put the Sheffield United game into that pivotal game category. I think that's the game. Where the Champions League qualification when? was yeah. lost. Yeah. I tell you, because uh, it's inexplicable. Because you look at the two squads and the benches, particularly our bench is just su- a superior bench. Yeah. You know, uh, yet inexplicable. So that must be pointing to underperforming. Really. Underperforming and desire. It was. It was yeah. down to desire. Inexplicable. You know, you, yeah. you win that game and you're really yeah. knocking on the door. So. Um, Sim, what do, what do you think about the form, the formation changes? Do you, what do you think? How, how do you sort of feel the formations have gone in the first four games? Because I really felt that he just got the the balance of the team wrong against Sheffield United. Yeah, who, who was the midfield in against Sheffield United? It was just basically Sissoko, Sissoko and Celso, uh, and then the, they seemed to have a lot of attacking players. They didn't have the yeah. shape, but yeah, see, Celso, I thought looked a, he looked a bit more on it on um, on Monday night and. Possibly he's not kind of that guy to play in that deeper role. He's still playing too deep, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I, th- I think if his, I don't think it's a case of because he does, he does sort of put himself about, put his foot in a bit, and mm. you know he does, he does trap back. But maybe it's a case of you're not getting the best out of him from an attacking sense and creativity. Since Willis Eriksson is what we've, is what we need. Yeah, and do you think, do you think Sim he should be playing further forward? Do you think he should be playing part of that that front three? Yeah, I think so because I wouldn't have Delhi anywhere near it for the time being. <laughs> Interesting. Well, get he's been playing. Yeah, Delhi later. Um, and do you think, um, Ricky? I don't know about the formation last night. I, I was quite, even though, I mean, the Everton fullbacks are very, you know, you know they, they go down the flanks quite fast. They're quite a threat, aren't they? And I sort of like yeah. the way Son and Lucas defended. Did you? Did you like that, Ricky? I'm. I'm still getting used to the idea of players like Son being asked to track back and defend. I don't know. I. I thought. I thought Mora was okay. I thought he had an okay game. Um, I didn't particularly notice uh, him tracking back and defending. We haven't really got strong enough and create more and creative players to in the in the three before the back four. So the mid three, I think we're weak in. Yeah. You look at our front three; it's as good as anybody, bar bar Liverpool. Yeah. Um, if, if you have Kane, Son, Mora, Bergvine, a combination of those. That's that is a pretty strong front three, but I just don't think we got to put. And that that used to be Mourinho's favoured favoured formation. But do you think Son and Lucas again? They they must be not overly happy about being, but basically they're defensive strikers because well, yeah, they're tracking back the. Yeah, but I think that's down to the fact of I think we've got the worst pairing of fullbacks in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. 
Davis is about. I, I don't think. I, I reckon I'd be faster than Davis. Um, yeah. It's. I'm pretty sure you're not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not, but <laughs> I wouldn't be that far away. Uh, and and Aurea's just a liability, a headless chicken. Um, so with those two, it does heap responsibility on the two two wide men. So there's they're not tracking up. And if they are tracking up, they haven't got the energy to, particularly Davis hasn't, got the energy to track back. And which really goes on to a point I was going to raise, and I don't know if you want me to, yep. to use it now, but since, since losing Walker and Rose in their pomp, mm. when we really Pochettino introduced the pressing game with, with those fullbacks. And both Man City and Liverpool copied that. Mm. And since since that, I think that is really mm. where the energy got sapped from the team. Yeah. That was that was that was like a catalyst yeah. to really get the team going. Well, it's like, when, when we go down, when we go on to the comparison between us and Liverpool yeah. and the transition, yeah. and the divergent fortunes. That's where you know. Yeah. That's at the pivot. Of yeah. That, you know? Because in this in these games like now, there was a point in the first half yesterday, Sim. I don't know if you remember the first half um, on Monday night. That Davies had the ball and he had some area to run into, mm. but he sort of just sort of came across to pass it into Winks, where possibly a Robertson or yeah. would drive into that. Yeah, nice. yeah, it utilise the space, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it, I mean, it's partly a confidence thing, it's partly an ability thing. Yeah, and, yeah I think partly it's, a fitness. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> so basically everything's wrong, no, it's just yeah. like... But uh, also, isn't isn't Davis being asked to, to play this role? You know, I can't stand this this role with Serge Aurier, uh, this lopsided idea with Serge Aurier um, being, being, you know, he, he's, he's, he's picked for his pace, but he's... He's given license to to not really have to defend, yeah. Defend, yeah. yeah. And as a result, you know, Davis is playing almost like a left sided centre back. And then as a result of that, you know, Sun's being asked to come back and defend. So it's it's almost it, you know it's almost like a three five two with Sun being asked to to come back and play, uh, you know, cover on the left hand side. But Ricky, you're you're a really big fan of Mourinho, and you know I'm I'm a fan of him myself. But you, you're like you seem really confident that he's the man to sort of you know sort it out well, and, and everything. Do you think this I, is a so like for you the whole lopsided thing? Although it's not very pretty to watch and it looks very temporary, it's like kind of like putting plasters over something. Do yeah. you think that that sort of like that is the best thing he could do? And do you think Mourinho is actually showing a bit of tactical astuteness by doing that I, by applying I do system. I do and and I agree and I I don't know what else he could do we don't you know we don't have we don't have a single defender who is of premier league quality so and and that you know I include the fullbacks so okay maybe um Tanganga is is premier league quality but he's he's injured so you know our first choice center back is Eric Dyer Mm. I, don't, I don't know how we've got to this point. I know we're going to talk talk about that later, but yeah, I think he, I think he's having to try and come up with something. He's having to think outside the box because because earlier this season, uh, before Mourinho took over, we were just getting picked off by teams. Uh, do you remember Bayern Munich? I mean, they just yeah, they mm. just that 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 just that dink ball over the top of our our back four because we had no pace at all. And then you know that that ball over the top 
for a fast player to latch onto it. We were just getting picked off by teams at will. So Mourinho, he had to do something. Uh, he realised, I think, that he couldn't play Toby and Jan anymore because of, because of the lack of pace. And then his other options, they've got pace, but they're not good enough. So, yeah, I think I think he's he's forced to play Aurier because he needs that pace in the team. And but but he knows that Aurier can't defend; he's a liability. But does Peter? Do you think does? Mourinho know his best formation. No, I don't think he does. I don't think he's got the blend at all. But what um, what is what is he? Is he yeah, just a word? Just a word about Aurier. I mean, we're sacrificing. We're playing this lopsided back four to utilise yeah. Aurier's pace. I've, how many of you have seen Aurier burn anyone for pace? You know, so good point. Uh, yeah, great point. It's a good point. It's, it's a good point. I've, I've never seen him get around off, the off the mark. He's He's not the sixties, pretty good. Mm. But no, he hasn't actually. He's, he, you know, he start yeah. his pickup pace is is good, I would say. Mm-hmm. But he runs into he runs into blind alleys. He, yeah. All, all this is at odds, I, I guess. I mean, we were at the West Ham game, the first Mourinho game where that he did play that lopsided mm. kind of thing, and or he put in a couple. He put in a beautiful cross for one of for Kane's goal, but. Um, this is all at odds with, you know, like saying we haven't got a decent back four. Uh, uh, Marina came into this job saying, I wouldn't change anything. I, I'm happy with my squad. Yeah. We've mm. had three months off. He's been able to work with these players for three months and somehow it's just the same as... No, no improvement. You know, right. I can't see any, any market improvement. I think, you know. I think we hoped, didn't we? And I hoped that he would, he would have this sort of mini pre-season... Uh, towards the end of lockdown, and that he would come up with some kind of solution, but but he hasn't. And you know, Ian, to answer your question about does he know his best team, he doesn't. But but because the players are so bad, the defensive players are so bad. He's I think he's having to pick players on a game by game basis based on their deficiencies, not based on their qualities. So he will mm-hmm. he will pick Toby for Everton because. Everton don't have much pace. He will, he will pick Aurier, you know, knowing that Aurier can't defend. I mean, it's just, it's obviously not going to be the same next season. He's they, they have to replace these players, but it's going to cost a lot of money and it's going to take a lot of time. Yeah, I think someone like Toby, I don't think pace is such a huge thing with him because he's positionally so good. Yeah. Mm. Um, the Aston Villa game, our opening game of the season, for example, we had Sanchez there, who's like. Presumably got pace to burn, and with the ball just sails over his head into the path of McGinn yeah. for their opening goal. Mm. So you, you wouldn't get that with Toby in the team. Mm. Um, the, the 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 goal against the opening. I mean, I mean, I think Sheffield United scored three identical goals against us, where yeah. they, they were just simple cutbacks yeah. with yeah. Dyer, Dyer looking the wrong well, way. Every, everyone ball, dropped really deep, and the ball just cut everyone back. Everyone dropped really, so deep. Like the last one was like a. I think that happens if Toby is at the centre of that back. I think he marshals the back four a lot better. he's strong. Yeah. Um, Bob, can I ask you about Sanchez? Do you you feel he's been harshly treated or do you think he's better playing in a back three, say with Toby there? Does he just need guidance, Sanchez? Because I think he's a good player. When he came, I thought he was he was a decent player. He looked he looked strong. He looked Mm. quick. Um, I was I was quite optimistic about him. But again, I'm I'm now lost patience with him. I just Mm. think he's 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 got so many ricks. The end of the king, is it? No, 
Mm. No, and it, I don't think he's learned. That's that's the issue. But you he's playing in a team who aren't performing well, and if you played in a better performing team, he'd be a better player. Yeah, I do, but I think you can say that with you put Dyer in a better performing team. You put all of mm. them individually. Mm. It's probably like like Ricky's saying, collectively they're not good enough. But mm. just to, just to play the devil's advocate here, you know, is our defence any worse than Sheffield United's? Yeah, is our yeah. defence any worse than Everton's? Now it's not. Yeah. It's definitely not a top four defence. I, I totally one hundred agree percent agree with that. Um, yeah. You know, maybe Sheffield United have got a better fullback set up. But did Sheffield United play three at the back? They did against us, yeah. I yeah. mean, but they absolutely packed the midfield against us. That's what yeah. that's what killed us. It just it just nullified us. They had five yeah. across the middle, and we didn't have that the, the shape, the formation. He we didn't up have anyone badly. to pick that. And pick Sim, the locks there. Sim, you wanted to make a yeah, point. Yeah, I see. I think a big difference there because you're talking about Sheffield United, who are you know quite close to us in the league, and then Man United, who have sort of just flown flown above. I don't think yeah. their defense. Yeah. I don't think their defense is particularly. It's particularly yeah. watertight, but I think I mean big, they they, yeah. they invested in Wambasaka, who's who's yeah. been a, he hasn't had an outstanding season, but he's had a very steady season, yeah. and I think mm. he'll he'll have a great season yeah. next season. I think a big a big problem in our team is I'm sorry, it's the like it's the end product of Sissoko because you know we're playing this really mm. deep defensive line. We're we're kind of you've seen us hit teams on the break. I think the goal against United was was like a real sort of out of nothing counter attack. But just imagine if. Sissoko had that ball that Pogba or Fernandez had. Yeah. We'll be on the same level and, as them. And could finish. He is an athlete. There's no two yeah, ways yeah. about it. He's an athlete. Yeah. But to get in as soon as as soon as he gets close to the to the penalty box, excuse my terminology, <laughs> but he just shits himself. His touch and his decision making aren't yeah. good enough. He's big and he's powerful, but he he's so frustrating, I think. And he, he he's just you know I would say he's like a wrecking ball. Like, he's just, he's just his touch isn't good enough, and his decision making isn't good enough. And I, is, I, 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 he really frustrates me. Is he a Peter? Is he is Sissoko a first choice? First? No, I, I think no. In, in a, I don't think he is. Got I mean, the Everton game for example. Sim and I were watching that, and he got to an advanced position. I think he had Oria to his right, and he just sort of petered out. And I just thought. If that was at the feet of someone like Ericsson or somebody or Sosa, somebody with a bit of guile or a bit of finesse or elegance would have found the killer pass. We've got we've got so many players who I don't quite know what they are. You know, Dyer is he a centre back or is he a midfielder? Sissoko is he a holding midfielder? You know, Delhi is he is he a number ten or a number six? I mean, you can go. I think you can go through almost half the squad. Yeah, Lamella. What yeah. is what is he? Yeah, sure. is, yeah. is he still a promising youngster? I mean, <laughs> yeah. how long can that go on for? Yeah. I have to say, I thought Lamella made a difference when he came on against yeah. Sheffield United. I think he always. But does. he does, he's like what Sim was saying, he does flatter to deceive a bit. Is he a starter? Yeah, not really. And then obviously you bring him on. Yes, he's got bags of energy. Yes, yeah. he causes causes the opposition problems, but. Does he really create a lot? Do you do you fancy him to score? But I mean, do we do we know, Sim? Do we know our first eleven? Do we know what? Yeah, you know, if we had to play, if we're in the Champions League final tomorrow, would we know what our first eleven is? No, because I think 
I mean, part of the problems, I, I don't know if it was you, Bob, who said, or Ricky, that someone like Lamella comes on and he makes a difference, but he doesn't do mm. it from the start. So you don't, nah. no, no one seems to do it from the start. Nah. Bergwijn, for me, has, has, I, has kind of has done it from the start. Delhi doesn't do it from the start. Kane yeah. is not really has not really come back firing. So yeah. yeah, no, you would. I don't think you would. You would know the eleven. Mm. I don't. I think I know what the eleven is. I think it's Loris, Aurier, Dyer, Sanchez, <laughs> Davis at the back. No Tangaria. No, fit. sorry, Tandanga I would have in if he was fit. So, yeah. um, Are you going to play him yeah. left, left or right back? <laughs> I mean, sorry? I think, I think Tanganga's a great as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a back, as a three with wing backs, but we just haven't got the personnel and the full backs to play them. I Don't get me wrong, I would have Toby ahead of Sanchez, but I was saying what I think Jose sees as the, as the, the starting lineup, and I, I don't, I've just got a feeling he doesn't see. The future in Toby. The, pro- the problem is, is who do, who do you play at right back? You either play, even if Tanganga's fit, do you sacrifice him to play him at right back because you've got no other options at the moment? Yeah. Well, he's looking ahead, but here's yeah. the thing: that, that that young Norwich right back looks. Yeah, Max, Max Aaron's. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. We yeah, should I, play I, I think he's. But yeah. apparently, we did last summer, didn't we? We did we, we looked at him last summer. Um, can, I, can I just throw this out there to Peter on this? What 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 do you think about Mourinho's treatment of Endombelli? What's what's your sort of thoughts on that? And 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 is is Mourinho special and he's just basically revving him up a little bit? I, I'm mystified. I think it's extremely poor man management if it's that at all. I don't know. It's some big money's been spent on him. You know, how do you say to Levy? You know, just shelled out fifty four million on this guy. He's definitely a player in there. Oh, I've seen time. glimpses, yeah. He's you know, seen glimpses and goals he scored. Mm. Yeah. I mean, mm. For me, the dream centre pairing is him and Masoso in, mm. in maybe a different, maybe in a three or something. But I just think there's something about him. Mm. And I, I think he's just been handled really badly. And I think it has broken down between the two of them for whatever reason. But I just think that the, it's just been bad man management. I think, and, and what I'd hate is for him to see him leave, and then suddenly mm. I think he'd just come Barcelona a world, and a world beater. Yeah. Yeah. But do, but do you, do you he's got that, goals. Yeah. He's, he's got something. He yeah. scored in that opening game against Aston Villa, and he, he just okay. looked like a player. He yeah. turns, you know, he can receive the ball in yeah. tight areas. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think it's just broken down. So that, is a, that is an exciting three with him and Lacelso, and then possibly a more defensive player. Yeah, uh, but we just haven't seen enough. We don't have that, that have we, to, to really to really judge whether or not he's good enough. So who sin? Who you sort of said about the three man midfield there with with End on Belly? Who who would you have alongside End on Belly and Lacelso? Is it who would you have? Uh, well, the current personnel. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I mean, the 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 closest to personnel-wise that gets in there right now is Dyer, but we know he's not as a good enough midfield player, so I think you're looking at the transfer market there. Yeah. Or Winks. I mean, yeah, I've, wrong... I've always yeah. thought Winks has flattered to deceive, and I've been yeah. cr- critical mm. of Winks. Neat and tidy. But he's yeah. neat and tidy, he doesn't really... I thought he played, he had a fairly decent game I agree. on Monday. I thought I he had a fairly decent game. And Dyer looked better with Toby next to him. He did. Why don't we consider doing what Man United have done? Because what they've done is that now Pogba's come back. He's seen Bruno Fernandes in the team. Says, now that's a player. And those two are free to do, make, to, to do damage. And they've got Matic as like this screen behind them. Mm-hmm. And, and then the front three in front of 
uh, Pogba and Bruno. Mm. We should maybe try something like that. Yeah, I agree. I don't think we've got the personnel for it. That's the but just, just, just on those points, Peter, possibly if we can sort of look ahead to the Bournemouth game on Thursday. So I think we're all sort of, obviously, Lorries will be in goal. If we can sort of have a little think about, go around the table defensively, Sim, who do you, who, defensively I don't think they're going to change the team on for Thursday. Sim, what do you think defensively is going yeah, to be? Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it defensively because, you know, there weren't, there weren't any glaring mistakes where they were against Everton. Mm-hmm. And again, we're playing a poor opposition who don't really have a lot of confidence. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you would like, you would like to think that they wouldn't cause too many problems, but mm-hmm. you just never know, do you? And who would you play in, who, who would you, obviously, so we know the back five, yeah. So I might have to go around the table here. Who 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 would you play as like your the, the rest of the team, the midfield, the rest of the six? Who's the rest of the six, and what? How would you play it, Sim? Um, I mean, I I, get, I wouldn't I wouldn't I don't think I'd change anything from the the game on on um, on Monday just okay. simply because we won the game and mm-hmm. possibly possibly confidence would be would be a little bit a little bit more positive after that but you know it depends it's a busy period it depends how they're mm. how they're doing condition wise what, what would you do Bob? Yeah I think I'll probably agree with you on that because one's the lack of personnel on the bench um, also we're playing a lesser opposition in Bournemouth and and really I mean if we don't don't I'm tempting fate here, but <laughs> if we don't beat Bournemouth, there, there's serious, serious questions got to be asked. Yeah. So, 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 Bob, you would pretty. I much would go stick. With the I same. would stick with the defence. Yeah. Um, I'd probably play uh, Winks again because yeah. I think he had a fairly decent game, neat and tidy. But Sissoko's a play alongside him. Um, I don't. I don't think we're really suited for four three three with that. Our personnel, but you know, uh, do you bring? Do you go to a four-two-three-one and bring Ali back and push Kane up front? Um, possibly against Bournemouth, that might work. What about Bergwijn? Would you bring him? back? Yeah, I'll bring. Well, it's. I think it's either a choice of Bergwijn or or Mora. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think. I, I quite like Mora, yeah. although I think he'd probably be better utilised as a. As maybe a second striker, he's looked fairly decent when he's he's sort of played off. At- yeah, I mean, I just I just want to say on Mora that I was I was sort of not Lestato, but I was tracking him on on the game on Monday night, and he worked so hard off the ball. Yeah. I, re- I was sort of saying to my son how Casper Harry worked so hard off the ball, and I was really impressed how how much he worked. But I want to see him become Mason Greenwood. Who's like ten years younger than him? Mm. That's what he should be doing. Yeah. Right. Uh, Peter, just, Peter, Moore is not consistent enough, is he? He doesn't score no, enough. No, need enough. He don't get enough from him. Uh, Peter, who would you? Yeah. What would you do on on uh, Thursday against Bournemouth? Oh, I'd have a centre back pairing of Foyth, Aurier, and <laughs> <laughs> Davis. No, no, you've been, been drinking in the park today. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I, I think I'd try to. Create some space for Bergwijn in that team. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just the like expense of Mora. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. I just think, I just think there's just I don't get enough from Mora. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I maybe uh, him, uh, the pace of him on one side and yeah. some on the other. Kane like going through the middle. Because Kane, I noticed um, in um, was it the, one of the games? I think it might have been the um, the. Uh, the Everton game, he's doing that thing that he did for England, dropping deep and then the two runners going beyond him. 
So that could be. That's a great point. Yeah, and, you know, he's got for England, he's got Rashford and the other, and people running beyond yeah. him like Jadon Sancho. Yeah. So I think maybe play that way. You know, that's a brilliant because there's a lot more to Kane's game than yeah. just you know sticking it in the back. So it? basically, you'd have the same team apart from Bergwijn yeah, instead yeah, of Lucas. Yeah, yeah, um, so. Ricky, how, how would you set up on Thursday? Yeah, same. I think I'd have the same team except I'd bring Bergwijn in for for Lucas. I mean, I, I'm not a massive fan of. Sissoko, but I, I, I presume Sissoko will play. But, but um, do you know what? I, I, do you not think, though, Ricky? Do you not think that possibly Mourinho is sort of doing this little, you know, psyching bit of sports psychology with Endon Belly? I can actually see Endon Belly starting ahead of uh, Sissoko on on Thursday. I'd love that. I would love that. I, I genuinely I think that could that. happen. I just think I think this is the game to throw in in, in that they're yeah. a poor team. Yeah. All eleven mm. of our players are better than all eleven of theirs. I think. Yeah. I just, I just think we could dominate, and I really think Endombele could control the game. Would you do the same thing with Delhi? Then no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have Delhi anywhere, anywhere near at the moment. Which yeah. is, you know, I love Delhi, but I just don't think he's so, anywhere near. He's and to be fair, he's injured. His, his brother keeps turning up <laughs> in, in the Spurs kit as, as, a, as a sort of imposter. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've said for a long time I thought it was a blip in form, but it's been too long now. It's, it's too long for it to be a blip, and I'm, I'm I'm worried he hasn't. His form has been off for a long time, isn't it? Yeah, and and um, Ricky, I've got I've got a theory, and I talked to Sim about this quite a lot. I actually think that he he could play that central midfield role. I think playing Delhi. playing with his back, yeah, Delhi, we're playing with his back yeah. to goal. I just I think he's lost that little bit of. I don't yeah. know, he just lost something there, but I think when he's playing with it, like the, every, all the play in front of him, I actually think he's aggressive, he's good in the air, he's a good passer, he sees a pass. I actually think he could be a centre midfield player. Yes, like a, yeah, in, yeah. in the Vieira mould, obviously nowhere near as good as him. I genuinely think he'd be good. I remember a few years ago when we beat Liverpool at Wembley, he played in that role, didn't he? Yeah, his game's changed, didn't it? Because yeah, I, I remember there was, there's a game I went to in really early in his first season at Hunter Palace. Um, it was the, the game where Son sort of scored on his debut or like his yeah. home debut or something, and he he played in that deep role. With, with, he did play deep. With his first, day. His yeah, first yeah. few games, like, he was sitting in the two yeah. in yeah. front of defence. He had energy. Yeah. He had energy, didn't he? And he yeah. was and he was like a he was a box to box. He was ta- he was yeah. a tackler. And he's, I think he's, he's lost that. His game's changed. I think he is that player. I think he's sort of. Like fancied himself as like this. Well, he fancy started scoring 10. goals, didn't he? Yeah. That, yeah. You know, yeah. some in some ways, how do you say that's a yeah. <laughs> that's a retrograde step? But it probably. Right, Bob. But you lose that Delhi that sat in the three behind Kane and sort of slipped those balls into. Yeah, there I There was agree. an understanding that you lose that Delhi. But can if you play and do. But can you swap Lacelso for Delhi? Not and Delhi. And no, 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 but, no. And, and Delhi and Lacelso moves into that front three. At the moment, yeah. at the moment, Delhi is not sitting in the. If you play him in a free behind Kane, he's not. He's not performing at all. He's not. No. Yeah. So I think you, if you want to try and, you need to change something with him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, Do you guys think it's confidence? Do you guys think we've got a lot of players who, if we were playing really well, brushing teams aside every week, they would be. They yeah. wouldn't be looking like bad players because they would be feeling much more confident. Yes, that's or, a, or, yeah. or do you think we've we've only got four players and we need to get rid of the rest? No, that's a brilliant point, Ricky. Because I I just think I, I just I've got a note here about it's difficult for players playing in a poor team. Can you can you judge mm. Gedson, Gio, Endon, Belly, Bergwin? You know, from experience playing in teams. I remember I played in a team when I was younger where I was the best player in the team, but the players around me wasn't very good, and. Yeah. and, and if you're, if you're not performing well, you don't perform well. So, Sim, do you think some... I mean, Gedson, 
Sim, what's your thoughts on Gedson? Is, is there a player in there? And if he was playing, say, for Liverpool, would he be would he be brilliant? I just haven't seen enough from him. Like he's, yeah. He couldn't have started more than two or three games, could he? Yeah. It's just, I mean, is there a player there? My, my point is, can you judge him? I, I can't no. judge him until he, get, until he has a run in the team. We've got nothing to... Let's be honest, yeah. we've got nothing massive to play for. Possibly mm. it's the time to give him to give him that run. Yeah. I, I feel like I should know what kind of player it is. Again, another player. You don't know what his position well, is. Well, I, I see him as, as the same sort of player as Fernandes. From, um, oh, do you? Yeah, okay. I, see him, I see him pretty identical. Whereas okay. Fernandes is what? Is he 27 now? 25, yeah. 25 26, 27? Mm. And Jensen is... 21 Fernandes is the is the finished product whereas we bought Jetson yeah. and, as, and as, it's another example of someone we were in for last season has then gone to a competitor yeah. and that yeah. then goes down to recruitment again yeah. so which, which, we'll, which we'll come on to a yeah. little bit later but I think it's really interesting I just want to sort of sort of sum up a little bit in this <laughs> sorry sorry for the, the cans of lager noises coming through but you know we just we're just five six blokes enjoying a beer talking about Spurs but just just sort of going back to get to and, and sort of this discussion here we we don't know what our best team is Mourinho doesn't know what his best team is yeah. Ima- imagine you going to a new job Peter and you know you, you don't really like the personnel there you want to get your own personnel in there you just it doesn't happen overnight does it no, no, it's a uh, new broom sweeps clean, I guess. Yeah. But he came into the jobs sort of raving about yeah. what you know. I, I am surprised that he hasn't thrown his toys out the pram at the moment. I don't know whether Levy has promised him uh, like, yeah. some money. He, but he keeps he keeps making all the right noises. I am surprised that he hasn't thrown a hissy fit yet. Oh, really? Yeah. He must he must have promised him some money because you yeah, don't. I think so. You don't spend fifteen million on Mourinho. And then not back him at all in the transfer market. I mean, I just can't believe that would happen. I feel like Mourinho is getting so much stick, and he's he's only been there how yeah. long? You know, a few months. I agree. But with a, you. A, a mate of mine is a Man United fan. He texted me and said, "I told you Mourinho would fail at Spurs." And I'm thinking, you're talking about him in the past tense already. I mean, yeah. he hasn't even had a pre-season. And I noticed watching the game on Monday, uh, Gary Neville on commentary. I mean, the the, the sort of pro Manchester United. Press, also known as Sky Sports, they really don't like Mourinho, and just Gary Neville for the whole of the first half was trying to push this narrative of things were so rosy under Poch, and then Mourinho came along and it all went sour, which just isn't true. It's not at true. all. But, but my, my objection well, is, why is he setting the team up on the back foot? Yeah. Because if you set the team up with the defence we've got, with the defensive yeah, players we've got, if you set the team up on the front foot. It, 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 it will be a catastrophe. Right. I think he has to set the team up on the back foot. He's got no choice. Mm. I agree I agree with Ricky there because, you know, you pointed to the Bayern Munich game early in the season and that's, yeah. that's sort of like, I, I don't want to call it a ta- tactical naivety of Poch, but it's Poch playing, you know, Poch, Poch wasn't going to bend to them the way Mourinho was going to play. Poch wouldn't, would never play Post didn't have a plan. He, he yeah. had a borderline plan B. Yeah, he, he certainly yeah. didn't have a plan C. Yeah, and that buying game was just like he didn't know what to do. He couldn't. He couldn't stop it. Mm. But the question but, with the question with Mourinho is next season. Once we've once he's been given some money to spend, and once they've bought some players for him, if at that point he then says, "Well, the players you've signed aren't good enough," so I'm I'm going to have to continue. 
playing negative that, that's a, football. And that, that, uh, which did that happen at Man United. That did happen at Man United. Yeah, it did, it did. And Ricky, can I just thought that's a great point you say there. I, 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 I just got a little note here. I, I really think we need some words coming from the club. So, you know, so say for example, when, you know, I think we need Jose to come out and sort of say, well, you know, this is a new cycle. We're in a new cycle here. And possibly Levy coming out and saying we're in a new cycle. I just, I just don't think we're getting that from the club. And so everyone sort of, it's just a bit of a shit show at the moment. You know, like, Sim, do you think, actually think we need some words from the club? Jose should sort of say, look, we're in a new cycle. Be patient, or can he not say that? No, I totally agree. I, I think, think you can not say. Sorry, come on. No, sorry, yeah, sorry, Ricky. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Ian. I think, I think if if they are going to back Jose, I suppose it's diff- I suppose it's difficult because they don't want to they don't want to suddenly say we have money and then you know the prices go through the roof and everything. But I feel like we are sort of like in left a little bit in the lurch as fans, and you got these what four or five games left where the team was just looking like. It could implode at any point, and mm. yeah, it's, it, we just have to wait and see. But it's going to be a it's going to be a tense wait to see what happens in the summer. And do you know what's, do you know what's actually quite good for Jose as well, uh, Peter? I'll throw this out to you that possibly because we're sort of behind closed doors, there's no toxic atmosphere, so it's True. possibly less. Do you think yeah. that, Peter? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it does. Uh, I, mean, I would agree. There's so, no yeah. real home advantage. Uh, I mean, I know there's travelling and stuff like that but, but yeah the players are under less pressure because yeah, yeah, there's, there's no one groaning whenever Winks gives the ball away or whatever yeah. like that. but you know having said that if we go back to the, the way he's setting the team up I just think what about attack being the best form of defence you know I don't know I mean there was a point at 1-0 against um, I keep forgetting when we played last Everton uh, <laughs> yeah my age it was forgetful it was it's forgetful it's um, a point where you know I just wanted just to try and go for that second goal. You know, it's an extremely nervy watch. Yeah, you know, we've never never been able to defend the, the lead, that, have we? No, Carlson flashed past the post that yeah. you know where yeah, yeah. Son and uh, Loris had the handbags. You know about that. That easily could have nestled, and you yeah. know, and, and you know, we're not talking about a win, you know. But but more more so, Bob. I'm sort of talking about you know, I, I, I mean, me and you have been to games, and we've all been to games there where we've been doing dreadful in the '90s and even the '80s, like where it's been toxic, the atmosphere. Yeah. And I think if I was at a game now, I think, you think it, I Bob, think... it would be toxic, and it would be a whole lot worse. Yeah, than I mean, history, like, there's there's sort of split between. Um, some of my pals, etc. Mm. I've got, I've got one who's uh, who just calls Mourinho the special C, um, <laughs> and you know, I've, and we've had, I've had various arguments with him regarding that. Mm. But I'm starting to lose sort of facts and and ammunition to back Mourinho up. Yeah. But the other side, yes, it's going back to your point, Ian. Yes, I think it certainly would get toxic. I think it would start to it, it, after the after the Sheffield United game, and if the performance had been as as bad against Everton, yeah. I think yeah, there would have been a lot of toxicity, toxicity there, um, toxicity there. Toxic, toxicity. I can't say that word. <laughs> no, it's in, my teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Toxic, to your question about um, toxicity. Is it an actual word, Bob? Have you yeah, made that up? Was happening? Was happening behind TV in living room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was. It was, to, it was. It was toxic in uh, in uh, Nunhead last yeah. night watching the game. Yeah. I have to admit. But imagine if there's sixty thousand. Yeah, I do. I agree with that. And then you're going to get people getting on Aurea. Aurea is going to perform worse. Yeah. Um, Sissoko as well. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and in some ways, whereas I don't put us in the same bracket as 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 being as fickle as, as West Ham, exactly. Yeah. Um, we've always loved to have, even going back to when I first started watching, like Johnny Pratt and yeah. Mickey Stead and yeah. like superstars like that getting getting yeah. slagged. Uh, John Lacey. So John we've Lacey, always yeah. we always have loved yeah. to have a full guy there. Yeah. Um, so there is there is that extent of it, but yeah, I do I take on board in. Yeah. yeah. The fans won't put up with this kind of football without trophies. No. No. Not yeah. not, not yeah. No. Ian, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I was just going to say, going back to your question um, about should the club say something. I was wondering, I don't know if you remember at the end of last season, uh, Pochettino said something like that in an interview with Gary Lineker. Did you see that? Yeah, he said, I do remember. You're he right. Said the, he said the club needs a painful rebuild. Those were exact, exact yeah, words. Yeah, you're a right, painful rebuild. Yeah. And I just wondered if that sort of language is unhelpful. You know, if you, if, if, if the current players hear that those kind of words. Yeah, Ricky, uh, do you know what? In hindsight, I, I, I was asking yeah. the question, but Ricky, I think, I think you're totally that, right. That, I think knocks, you're right, Ricky. that automatically knocks players' confidence. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. you've got a guy coming out who yeah. supposedly loved everyone in the club. Yeah. They all loved him. Yeah. And he's, he's making a statement like that. And yeah. they're going to be thinking, what's he talking about me? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, Ricky, I was coming at it from a business point of view, whereas, like, you yeah. know, for me, in my line of work, you know, we might have, like, a, a two-, three-year strategy and, you know, everyone's on board with the strategy. And, 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 and But Levy's possibly running it as a business. Is it time for Levy to sort of, sort of come out and sort of say, well, we're in this different cycle here, Sim? Can he say that? I mean, Ricky sort of said the manager can't say it rightly so, but can the chairman sort of say we're in a rebuilding phase or does that undermine the manager, Sim? Um, I think it's pretty clear that we are in a rebuilding phase. Mourinho um, wants to rebuild. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. I, I suppose you kind of actions speak louder than words, don't they? But <laughs> you know, I'm sure we'll in the the podcast in the coming days that we're going to yeah. do on the Liverpool on the sort of Liverpool comparison. Actions have not have not been the strong point of Enoch. They've not yeah. they've not stepped up and. There's not any point of them saying anything if they're not going to do it, and at the same time, there's not any point of saying something if you are going to do it. Just get on with it and yeah. get the rebuild done, and yeah. and then we can possibly start talking a bit more positively next season. To quote, to quote um, Robbie Fowler in his Sunday column, I think it was in the Sunday Mirror or something. He's saying when he looks at Spurs, he sees what where Arsenal were uh, like a few years back when they had the new stadium. Yeah, that's what he keeps seeing. He keeps seeing off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like the yeah, but they were yeah. still unfortunately finishing fourth every yeah. Yeah, every season. Yeah, they were. Um, anyway, guys, that's that's been great to sort of talk about um, the current uh, season, which cannot finish uh, soon enough, I think. Can I just say one yeah. thing? Yes, here, if you don't mind. mind. Cool, you know, we're all being quite critical, but it hasn't been great since since January last year. It's, yeah. We've had eighteen months. Yeah. We got to the Champions League final, but that's not that. That did definitely paper over cracks. We yeah. had an amazing Absolutely. run to the to the Champions League final. Form otherwise wasn't great, and I do think there was a certain amount of luck involved in getting Massive to that luck. final. Yeah. yeah. So from that point of view, yeah. we are you know we're looking at the end of Pochettino's reign. A little bit, well, certainly some people are looking at it through rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. So it, hasn't, it, has, it hasn't been great for no. 
And, and just a word about for the last Champions eighteen League. months. And sorry, 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 just a word about that Champions League final. Um, you've got the feel, the feel that we're astonished and happy to be there. Yeah. Whereas Liverpool expected yeah. to, to, to be win there, there and yeah. win it, and mm. they saw it as a must-win game. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like it's like getting into really, it was definitely yeah. mental, mentality there. So it's like it's like get, it's like something you're younger getting into a really swanky nightclub and you can't believe you got in there and you're just you're just happy to be <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. But, yeah. You're, but you're not going to chat punching. to anyone. No, no, no that's <laughs> it. Seriously. Yeah. Anyway, guys, that, that was my Ian Holloway uh, <laughs> yeah. analogy. Yeah, analogy there. Uh, right, that's good to wrap it up. So, can I just quickly go around the table um, and what's going to happen? What's the score, Bournemouth on Thursday, Sim? I think we beat them two 0 Oli, because they're so bad. <laughs> Bob, I'm going to go for three one. Bournemouth. Uh, no, Spurs. Spurs. <laughs> um, Ricky, one 0 We're going to win one 0 uh, Peter, I'm sorry, I still got nightmares about when we played there last time. With three people got sent off or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just one of those kind of very, very traumatic games, like like uh, Stoke in 2009, where, yeah. which involves sending off. Oh, shocking, yeah. What are you going for? Uh, maybe scrape a one. <laughs> I'm going for a one-one. <laughs> I, I, I just cannot see us winning there, but that's possibly the, neg- <laughs> the negativo in me. Anyway, guys, thank, thanks for that. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please leave comments or get in touch on Twitter via at YE1Spurs. And tune in again tomorrow for an in-depth assessment of why Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool left Maurizio Pochettino and our club so far behind in that five or six-year race for silverware.